Happy summer! I hope you are having a happy summer, a great summer, a fun summer. We have been uh, doing traveling, seeing friends, seeing family. Just this last weekend, we were up on the North Shore with some cousins from my husband's side that live down in Arizona, and we're trying to escape the 110 plus temperatures. So we headed up to the North Shore. We're hoping for 60s or 70s, but it was more in the 80s, but we still had a great time. It was under 100, good company, really beautiful setting, just so glad to be together. And and as you know, if you've listened to the podcast, the North Shore is probably my favorite place on the whole planet that I've been to. Uh, I love it up there. It's so beautiful. Yeah, one of my favorite places. And then this coming weekend, we are going to be going away to the family reunion on my side with all of my cousins, our cousins weekend. If you have a family reunion this summer, I hope you have hope you have fun. I hope it's not stressful. <laughs> um, I know st- family reunions can be stressful. Ours is very fun. So I wanted to bring a conversation back from, I think it was episode number three with Stephanie Page from Stories Foundation. And I wanted to re-release this episode for two reasons. The first reason is Stephanie is the founder of Stories Foundation, and they raise money to fight human trafficking, which it's just a good conversation. And she talks about how it came to be a foundation and how it came from the first inspiration to where they are. We recorded this episode last fall, and since then, they have had some opportunities to not only give proceeds to fight human trafficking, but to do some to be involved in some aftercare for people who have been rescued from human trafficking. And yeah, Stephanie is she is brave and she's inspiring. And to see what God has done with Stories Foundation has just been really, really fun to watch. So that is the first reason. The second reason is I wanted to let you know that they have a Superheroes 5K coming up on Saturday, August 4th. They will be raising money to to be able to step into some of the opportunities that they have for aftercare. It's going to be a great time. I'm going to actually be out there recording a podcast episode that will release later this fall. So if you've ever wanted to be on a podcast, come on out and talk to me. <laughs> also, Steph wanted to give Retreat House listeners a special code if you'd like to register and be a part of the day. So make sure you listen to the episode so you can get that that special deal. But I hope you are having a great summer, and I hope that this conversation with Steph inspires you and makes you want to step out and be a little brave in kind of what the next thing in front of you is to really step into it. So let's head into my conversation with Stephanie Page. Thank you for joining me at the Retreat House table. I am very excited, which I say every week, but I am very excited to have my friend Stephanie Page with me. And she is the founder of the Stories Foundation, and they run the Freedom Truck Food Truck. And she's here to tell her story. So welcome, Stephanie. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so, so fun. I'm, yes, I'm so excited to have you because I was telling people about having you on the show and how, that... I've heard bits and pieces about your story, mm-hmm. but never just sat down with you and heard the whole story of how this came to be. Mm-hmm. So 
So first of all, is there anything else that you want to say in the, to like to introduce yourself? Oh no, that was a great introduction. Yeah. Your wife and a, I and am, a mom. I have four girls and I have a husband and yeah, that's life is busy. That's really busy. Yeah, yeah it is actually. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, I've been thinking, how in the world do you do all of it? Which you just don't every day. Right. <laughs> that's right, how. Exactly. <laughs> I've one, I heard someone say once, dirty laundry is very patient. It, it totally and dishes yep. too and dusting. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. and your bed being made. Right. Anyways. <laughs> I'm not a bed maker, so uh, don't tell my mom. No, <laughs> <laughs> she knows. So, how did? How, well, tell us first a little bit about Stories Cafe mm-hmm. or yeah. or Stories Foundation, or how it got started. Whatever, yeah. whatever, however you think would be the best. Well, that's um, appropriate that you said Stories Cafe because that's how it got started right. um, way back in 2012. I was reading a book about human trafficking, and I just had no idea that human trafficking or modern day slavery was a thing that it Mm -hmm. existed and this book uh, Passport Through the Darkness by Kimberly Smith just opened my eyes and it was a one of those moments in life where you learn about something and inside my head I thought enough is enough we need to do something about this this Mm -hmm. isn't okay and I was with my mom and dad and so me and my mom are dreamers we're big visionaries and we started to think and dream about what we could do and we just knew that People fighting human trafficking needed money. We didn't have any. We knew those two things. They needed money and we didn't have any. So what could we do to help um, these people that were fighting this issue of human trafficking? So we thought, oh, we like coffee and we like to eat. And we would go to a coffee shop that had good food that, you know, the proceeds could go to help these organizations. And so Stories Cafe was birthed. That was in the summer of 2012 and then we kind of birthed this idea in 2013 January and it really was a dream for just a long time the cafe Mm -hmm. and what I started to do first was I started to just really learn about human trafficking and I'm a good talker so I thought well I there's nothing I can really give to this I'm not a business person (laughs) I'd run like a tiny little business that was more ministry than business. That's always Mm -hmm. my thing is more ministry than business. And uh, but I knew I could talk. So I became educated about human trafficking and we started to do awareness events to educate people because I thought surely people will want to do something once they know like me. Well, and what's great about that is that you had a voice Mm -hmm. and you were giving voice to those that didn't have a voice for themselves. Yes. And we all have a voice. And I think when we talk about our calling or what God's asked us to do, I think we're all extremely unqualified to do anything God asks us to do because right. he's the one that's going to do it in I the end anyway. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so you just have to start in one, take one step mm-hmm. and just do the one first thing that you know to do. And he's so faithful to show you the next step and the next. And if you had asked me way back in 2012, you know, if I thought I would be doing what I'm doing today, there's just no way. Right. So God is so good. To just do all the work. So we started doing awareness events. Yeah. Let me just stop you for a second. And also Mm -hmm. good, I think, to not let us see what's going to happen. No, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, so overwhelming. Yeah, I would have quit. (laughs) For sure. 100%. (laughs) So God knows that. Right. Exactly. Because I'm superhuman. We all are so human. Maybe. I I don't know. Anyway, so that was then. And still this dream of a cafe, which you... You know, I can relate to your desire for a space with Retreat House because I so desire a space for community and for connection Mm -hmm. and to go and to be loved to people. I believe that people want to fight injustice. 
I think most people just don't know how. It's too big. Yeah, it feels overwhelming. Definitely. So to give them a small thing they can start to do, which actually is a huge thing, Mm -hmm. um, and then lead them down whatever steps God has for them to fight injustice. I passionately believe we all have a part to play in fighting injustice. People like to tell me that not everyone's calling is, you know, to care about human trafficking. And, you but, you know, know, we see time and time again in the Old Testament where it says to care for the widow and the orphan. Yes. And mm-hmm. my father-in-law is an Old Testament professor. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him about this and he said, you know, that that is how people's character was revealed. Yeah. Was how they cared for the widow and the orphan. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And, in you know, every seven years when they're, they were supposed to have the... Debt was supposed yes. to be forgiven. The year of Jubilee. Yes. Year, thank you. Mm-hmm. Year of Jubilee. That there were those that did not do that. Yep. They did not clear debt. They did not take care of the widow and the mm-hmm. orphan. And that revealed their motives. their character. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think Jesus just continues that call mm-hmm. to take care of the least of these. Mm-hmm. Because when we do that. Isn't that it, challenging yeah. for us in America? I feel it so is. challenged by that even just right now hearing that. Like, wow, that is our call. And right. And as all people who follow Jesus, yes. our call is to care for those who have less. Yes. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I believe, I just believe that people want to do that. And that's the heart behind Stories Cafe and now Stories Foundation. So, And what two, happened? So, yeah. So in 2015, we were doing all these awareness events. We still wanted to have a cafe. We struggled for a while. Do we become a business or a nonprofit? That was a, that's mm-hmm. a, a big question. So we decided to become a nonprofit. So let's see. Which is a whole thing. A whole thing. And so I'm trying to remember, it was maybe 2014. I, we assembled our board of directors, which is just a bunch of people that love us, me and my parents, and said, sure, we'll come alongside. Yeah, do this for, <laughs> <laughs> we'll believe in you. Um, and isn't that precious people? Yes. Precious people. Right. When mm-hmm. you feel like, okay, Lord, I'm going to take this crazy step. step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And feel kind of tentative about that. But then all of these people mm-hmm. just are so supportive and have yeah. a quick yes. It's the sweetest people that yeah. came. Uh, my first board of directors are just sweetheart people that um, came alongside and just said, yeah, and were um, so supportive and encouraging and said, let's do it. Let's get it done. And so we filed our 501c3 paperwork, which had been a headache for me for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, it was November, end of, end of October, early November 2015 that we were approved. And since then, we've just been on this journey of trying to figure out what it is to be a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, so currently, we raise awareness about human trafficking, still always doing that. We are creating a um, curriculum and an education that would talk about the root causes of human trafficking in relation to sexual violence and pornography and all of that, that that's we're going to distribute. Yeah, that's really exciting. I'm super excited about that. And then we have our Freedom Food Truck, which Mm -hmm. is our vehicle of awareness and food and my heart vision, which is to raise money, to fight human trafficking, bring awareness to people. And it's our little baby step until we get our cafe because it's just my board teases me because I just want that building so bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I won't let it go. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. So, yeah, that's where we are. That's mm-hmm. so, and you also do a run every year. Yep, we've done the last two years. We've done a run to raise funds, and yeah, yeah, our superhero five k. That's been really fun. So, this seems like a good place to break in and let you know about the special offer Stephanie wants to give to Retreat House listeners. 
If you use the code MIDSUMMER, M-I-D-S-U-M-M-E-R, you can get $10 off registration for their Superhero 5K run. So you can head over to superhero5k.run and use the code MIDSUMMER and get $10 off your registration. And I'll make sure all of this is in the show notes too. So go and sign up. It's a run or a walk, either one. I'm going to be there talking to people about how they have stepped in or stepped toward fighting human trafficking. So I would love to see you. If you're there, please come over and introduce yourself and come on the podcast and talk with me. So go ahead and go register and I will see you there. So if people wanted to so tell me more like about the food truck mm-hmm. and that process, because yeah. you bought a truck that was... Yeah. Basically empty, yeah. right? And then yeah. you had to fill and are you a chef? Well, no. And is Mm-mm. like is anybody on your board a no. chef? No, we're not chefs. So how was that I, I mean yeah. whole process of mm-hmm. It's such a refining process. It, oh my gosh. I have said this whole retreat house thing mm-hmm. is not really about opening a business. Mm-mm. It's been a personal mm-hmm. refining process. Definitely. And huge learning curve. Yes. I mean, and even just like the technology of yes, the podcast yes. is huge learning curve. Yes. And owning a food truck and all of that is the same feeling. I feel the same. And I, I've been saying lately that I used to think I didn't have a problem with faith and trusting God. But <laughs> I think the deeper you go with Jesus, the harder, the more you have to trust. And I'm just going to say the harder it is. I'm just yeah. going to say it. I, You would think it gets easier, but it it doesn't necessarily because it gets deeper. You have to go deeper and you have to trust for more. And I'm still human. And it's mm-hmm. still, it was easier to trust when it was smaller things. Right. It's harder to trust when you know less. Just yep. period. <laughs> so. Well, and also I think, I mean, we were talking about before we were recording that some of my story of things that I thought that I had dealt with with mm-hmm. the Lord. Exactly. Came back up again. Yeah. And actually that same, for me, it was about God's goodness and really pouring myself out to yeah. him. And just this weekend, I was at a conference, and they really got up in my business <laughs> about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I left. We did a, a night of prayer and worship. Mm-hmm. And they, I left, well, ugly cry. Like, through the whole thing, I ugly cried. Mm-hmm. And I felt. Feels good. It, it does. Mm-hmm. It feels good. But, but it was that, like, <laughs> Then the next morning was that grief, mm-hmm. you know, hangover, so swollen eyes, yeah, mm-hmm. exa- emotionally exhausted. Mm-hmm. But I got to a point where I thought, I, I don't know that I really believe that God is good. Mm-hmm. And I said that out loud to two of my mm-hmm. friends that I was with, and I was like, I was really doubting his goodness. And the next morning I woke up, and my alarm on my phone was set for the song Good, Good Father. Mm-hmm. And I woke up, and I was like, no, Lord, I really do think you're good. Mm-hmm. I really do think you're good. Mm-hmm. And then I had to f- confess that to my friends. Mm-hmm. I do think he's good. And I went the next, that we went to the conference and they sang that um, song where it says, you're good, good. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sing it. Okay. You know, you're the king mm-hmm. of my life, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, Lord. And then the people got up and talked about goodness. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And then Sunday at church, it was that same the king of all. The same song. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yes, Lord, you're good. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I believe it. I like, just I needed the it. reminder. Right, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. what I realized, it, it had more to do with my fear yeah. Yeah. of the stepping out. Yeah. 
Would yeah. you say that? That's yeah, been... and that he won't come through for you. That yeah. he's going to abandon you in your and you're going to be alone. Left there. Yes, like <laughs> doing totally the crazy exposed. thing. Right. Yes. Hundred yes. percent. Yeah. Yeah. Or that he doesn't have a plan. Or that he's yeah he's you're not going to like, follow through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but he's faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful. He is. And we can confess that we believe that. Right. He's faithful. <laughs> he is. He well, is. I, I, just as we were talking, <clears throat> it made me think of Noah, too. Like Yeah. And Abraham. So many stepped right. out into, I'm reading Acts right now. So the apostles, I thought, when did we get the idea in the American church that following God by faith would be easy and going yeah. and bringing the gospel to people would be easy? Because the early um, disciples they did not have it easy. They were getting persecuted and hated at every turn, and yet they still mm-hmm. worshipped and glorified God. And that's right. the question in my heart is, I want God to be glorified, but sometimes, now that I know more of the cost of his glory, mm-hmm. <laughs> part of me is like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surrender, and it's a sacrifice mm-hmm. to follow Jesus. It's worth it, but right. it's a sacrifice. Yeah, so. and really wanting to care for mm-hmm. the people that don't have a voice mm-hmm. and people that don't that are the least of these or the unseen. Right, exactly. And we're called to that and it's not easy. And there are so many times where I'd rather go hide in the woods and just drink my coffee, snuggle my girls and read my books and pretend that the world isn't hurting, broken and in need of help. But that's not what we're called to as Christ followers. So So how do So speaking of your girls, how Mm -hmm. do you, because human trafficking is a big, ugly yeah, it's scary so ugly. thing. Mm-hmm. So, how do you kind of talk about that? Talk about that mm-hmm. with your girls, and mm-hmm. I mean, because you really are a family on mission. Mm-hmm. We are, yeah. And do it as a family, yeah. And yeah. And what are the range? Your oldest um, is Amy is ten, okay. and Isabella is one and a half. Mm-hmm. So then Olivia's eight, and Eden is four. Okay. And we talk a lot about how slavery is wrong. We mm-hmm. talk about um, how people shouldn't have the um, be in a place to make other people do something that they're not comfortable doing. Um, I have not gone into details where it comes to sex trafficking, but we do talk a lot about labor trafficking Mm -hmm. in our house. We talk about um, the things that we buy and like chocolate. Yeah. And who made it. And we do a lot of secondhand shopping. I try and not buy things. Um, from stores because of our labor trafficking issues in this world. So I try and buy secondhand as much as possible. So they're in on that with me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think, oh, are they going to look back in their childhood and my crazy mom drug us to all the Salvation <laughs> Armies? <laughs> There's a lot of good deals and right. cute things there. We're still cute. We don't look like crazy. Right. <laughs> no. But um, yeah, so I just, and to treat other people as more important than ourselves, that's my biggest prayer for them. I pray that all up for them every day that they'll walk into wherever they're going as considering others as more precious than themselves and that the things we do we do because we value people and we want to follow Jesus and it is a family it's a family calling and I hope I mean my all I want for my kids is to know and follow Jesus that's I don't Mm -hmm. care if they do anything other if if they have that down that's it that's it so if they can get that from how we live our lives then right we succeeded right that's exactly that's all that's it so yeah so you talked about all your Salvation Army shopping. Yeah. <laughs> so what what were some, you know, as you became more educated, mm-hmm. what what did that look like to surrender mm-hmm. the mall and yeah. to surrender? It is a surrender. Yeah, I love to shop and, and I love a good deal. That's right. the thing is I like cheap things. Okay. And unfortunately for me, cheap things 
probably mean they're made by slaves. Right. And when you learn that and you see all the evidence and you read all the millions of articles and books and watch the movies, you have to come to a crossroads with yourself and say, okay, well, how much do I love cheap things? And right. and with my very limited budget, because we don't have a lot of money, <laughs> how, do you, how do you still live and not buy cheap things or not look for a deal? And there are ways to do it. And you just, you just start small. You give yourself a lot of grace. Mm-hmm. And you just take one step at a time. And um, that's just what we do. We just give ourselves a lot of grace. So when I first started changing out my clothes, like my clothing habits, mm-hmm. um, I would try and dress fair, you know, try and dress fair trade. And I'd have like one piece of jewelry. <laughs> right. Oh, this is my fair trade item right. today. Oh, good job, me. <laughs> yeah. And then you just start to think and you research and you just buy something on sale from a fair trade clothing company or you start to get to know your local, you know, thrift stores and mm-hmm. you have go to clothing swaps and you just figure it out and it becomes easier than you would have thought. And for me, I realize I don't really need as many clothes as I would have mm-hmm. liked to have anyways. Mm-hmm. And it's just better for everyone around if we have less, which is so anti-American and right. anti what I always thought. So God renews your mind and he gives you a way. When he calls you to something, there are always steps to follow. And it's not a guilt shame. I hate guilt and oh, shame. That right. We are not supposed to live in a shameful place. Yeah. Just We're supposed to live in one. freedom. Yeah, freedom. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's my whole heart. So, And caring about other people with how we purchase brings us to a place of freedom. I think that I didn't even know existed until I started to to walk in that path. So, yeah, it's been yeah. a crazy journey. Mm-hmm. I think that's been the one thing uh, that's been the accessory. And, well, first of all, let me say I'm accessory challenged. <laughs> so, like, accessorizing an outfit, like, gives me hives sometimes. Like, if I travel with friends, I'm like, okay, this is what I have. Like, <laughs> Dress me. Accessorize me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but that's been one place that mm-hmm. I, I remember the first time I ever – knew that you could buy a fair, that mm-hmm. fair trade, that that kind of fair trade existed. Mm-hmm. It was a mutual friend named Bridget, had mm-hmm. the cutest earrings on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, those earrings are so cute. And she stopped and she like kind of sat up and she was like, oh my gosh, they're from Noonday and they're fair trade. And yep. you know, by buying these earrings, they're supporting somebody to be able to support their family or exactly. to be able to keep their children all yes, together. Yes, in school, clothes, fed. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. because I bought a pair of super cute earrings, mm-hmm. and then there, you know, there's trades of Pope yeah, and so many amazing fine works and so many, yeah, so many yeah. great Brook Collective. Yes. So, and you actually just joined I one do. of those companies. I do. Let's tell I us said about I that. Never would. <laughs> never say never. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am an ambassador for Noonday Collection, and they like Trades of Hope, like the Starfish Project, like. 31 Bits, like a million other amazing organizations are providing mm-hmm. jobs um, for artists and partners all over the world. And I think what gets me about labor trafficking is if my husband went to work and he came home with 60 cents for a day's work, I just wouldn't be okay with that. No. So why am I okay for somebody else to go and work to make that much money? It's It just shouldn't be okay. And so it's just... I. I I said I would never choose a company because I do a lot of speaking. um, And I said I never would choose an organization. Uh, But then last fall, I had a friend. I love Noonday. It's my favorite. So many cute Yeah, except I'm wearing a Trades of Hope scarf. So shout out to all the Trades of Hope friends. (laughs) You go, girls. Um, I think what Noonday has done for me this past year is in the really hard place of running a nonprofit Mm -hmm. and in the hard place of figuring out all of the things, Noonday enables me to do something 
and accomplish it. Like we, I go, I host a show, I empower women to buy beautiful things, to empower other women around the world. Everyone purchases their jewelry. I put their orders in. It's done. And I can check it off my list. And I mm-hmm. share about fair trade and I share about stories and I share about what we can do. And it feels it fills my soul. Right. Whereas all this administrative nonprofit learning about how to run a food truck and learning about the health department and learning about mm-hmm. the IRS and <laughs> filling out paperwork and all the things <laughs> that don't fill my soul but that have to get done, they just drain me. That's right. where I can do my passion thing. So I think it saved me this year, which I really don't have time to do it, but I love it. So here we right. are. Yeah. Well, and another, I mean, it's also can also then be a source of income. It yes, it well. is a little bit of income. Although, yes, it is. No, yeah. it is. It yeah. is. It really yeah, it is. Which I, is great. Yeah. I mean, when I've heard say the name of the the woman that started it, um, Jessica, Jessica Honiger. That when she, I've heard her speak, and she talked about how that the the artisans in other countries, mm-hmm. when the artisans in other countries realize that they are partnering with the women in America. Mm-hmm. that are ambassadors, mm-hmm. that there's this it relationship. It yes, yes. We're working yes. together. Definitely. You know, these artisans are giving the ability for these women to have trunk shows. Yeah. And, and, have, have and make a living. Right. Yeah. Be a business owner, yeah. just like these business yes. owner artisans in the other country. I think often in America, we think that we're giving a hand down. Right. But they're just humans trying to live their life, just like we're humans trying to live our lives. Exactly. And so the connection, it just makes me feel so happy when I put on a piece of jewelry or grab my bag or that that was handmade by another mom somewhere. Right. Like, don't you just want to go kiss them? Like, right. hi, friend. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being isn't, crafty isn't when I'm not. Ha- and when, isn't yeah. mommy hard? <laughs> yeah, so hard. All the time, everywhere. It doesn't matter right exactly so yeah that's a sweet thing so i ask my guests two questions and the first one is how do you retreat so Mm -hmm. is there a place or a practice that you have that helps you to retreat and and fill up kind of like what you were talking about with the when you do a trunk show Mm -hmm. but something that fills you up yep i would say lately i think I didn't ever used to think I was um, introverted, but I think the more I have to do uh, people and mm-hmm. um, things that are are unknown to me and uncomfortable, I become, I have more of a need for that whole retreating by myself. So I think lately what I do to retreat is I need uh, quiet mm-hmm. and I need alone and I, I need my journal. And I've always journaled since I was like 10. My mom always journaled, so I always journaled. My, and it's my prayer journal mm-hmm. and I where I really get my head back in place where I really have rest for my soul is just um, when I have a good chunk of time by myself with my journal with my Bible and just um, quiet usually it's icing on the cake if there's coffee right. if I can look at a tree yeah. or a lake right right those are like, extra good. Mm -hmm. It probably isn't so great if I have to like be in the bathtub in my bathroom without water. You know, if you're hiding, that's not retreating, but um, quiet. It's a different kind of retreating. Yes. Yeah. Like (laughs) eating the ice cream. Um, So yeah, just it still is with, it always has been with my prayer journal, but even more to have that quiet space for my brain to just let loose and confess and find its right right place Place. again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my other question is kind of a fun question. If So my family celebrates weird. And so if we were to use the hashtag celebrate weird, what is something about you that either you think is weird or you think is perfectly normal? And for some reason, the people around you think you're weird for doing that or saying that. 
Well, I really like to just um, I like to just sing when I'm in the grocery store to the songs <laughs> on the radio, and I don't think that's weird at all. But ever since I was like in high school, my mom be like, "Stephanie, why are you singing?" Oh, like out like, loud? Yeah, like oh. out loud, <laughs> not super loud, but like loud enough for me to like get into it yeah like and sometimes I'll dance a little I just don't know why not if you have to be at the grocery store you might as well enjoy it maybe that's kind of like a break for me I like shopping I've always liked shopping Mm -hmm. even food shopping well I like food too anyways so that and then even now when I go you know my friends will kind of be like you're you know you're singing like why don't you want to sing right and I have a friend who's a really good singer I'm like you should sing now she's like I'm not singing all these people I don't have like a microphone (laughs) my guitar I'm like why do you like you actually can sing and I can't but that's fine I'll (laughs) sing for the both of us so I guess that's kind of you got to just celebrate life you have to live right right? no I love that laugh at yourself (laughs) you'll go crazy (laughs) so yeah that's great what do you do to celebrate weird Angie oh my goodness I so many things like singing and dancing. Yeah, a lot of times it it's more often in my own home. <laughs> what? Not at the grocery store. <laughs> Not at the grocery store nice so much. <laughs> I mean, I want to. I am one of those people who, when I'm somewhere, like I want to get up on a table and just yell just to see what people would do. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's so fine. crazy. It is kind of, but yeah. you know, just shake people up yeah. a little. <laughs> but yesterday, I was watching my great niece yesterday. And she is, she turned one in May, so like one and a half. Mm-hmm. And so I was singing to her and reading the book and dancing all around. And she just had this blank stare like, I don't, I don't this even. This doesn't happen in yeah, my house. I don't even know what to do with you right now. And I don't know you super well, so I'm not sure what to do. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I laughed and I was like, oh my gosh, my boys look at me like that all the time. <laughs> it's good. It's good. You have permission to other people <laughs> yeah. to do their own thing. That's, That's what right. I think. That's what I, yeah. Got to celebrate weird a yes. little bit. Well, thank you so much mm. for coming. Oh, and, thanks for having me. Yeah, and sharing about Stories Foundation mm. and the Freedom Track and Noonday. And um, we'll have all those links in yeah. the show notes. Yeah, we so. need volunteers. So anyone okay. want to yes. work in a food truck, come on out. And, well, why mean. don't you tell us so. now and then I'll put it in the show oh, notes yeah. where we can find out more about all the things. Yeah, our website is storiesfoundation.org. So if you ever want to request the truck, you can do it on there. Yeah, send us a message if you're interested in oh, what kind of food? Any of that. Oh, really good food. We do um, falafels and Ooh. pulled chicken wraps. So you can get in a wrapper salad and all of our sauces are homemade in-house. Our falafels Ooh. are homemade. We learned from some Lebanese ladies taught us how to make authentic falafels. Oh, and cool. Yeah, it's all really good for you. Um, gluten-free, unless you get the wrap. Everything's dairy-free. So super yummy. I That's stand awesome. by our food. Homemade sweet potato chips. Ooh, yeah. Yum. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, we fry yeah. everything in our truck. We have a fryer. <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy You town. own a fryer. I do. And I sometimes know how to work it. And, you know, a generator, all these things. So, yes. So, and so good. the Freedom Truck, they can find out about at storiesfoundation.org. Yeah, storiesfoundation.org. Follow okay. us on Facebook. And, yeah. And then for if they wanted to order something from Noonday or take a look at Noonday. Oh, yeah. Well, Stephanie Page, Noonday dot com backslash Stephanie Page. Okay. I believe. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. We'll take I care of it. That's it. And then say the name of the book again that you first oh, read. Oh, yeah. Passport Through the Darkness by Kimberly Smith. And okay. she's the founder of Make Way Partners. And okay. she's in, um, they're mainly in Africa. And they work, well, the book is about her, her story, which is heartbreaking. But it led her to work with child soldiers, children who have been okay. victims of all of that. And yeah, so at that point, I didn't even know human tra- trafficking was a big deal in the States. And then I Googled it, and 
yeah, once you learn that it's right. here. I mean, it's bad that it's there, but then when mm-hmm. you learn it's happening in your backyard, there's just no more right. turning your eyes away. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much Aww. for being here. Thank you. So fun. Thank you for joining me for the summer episode of the Retreat House podcast. If you liked this episode, then go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're listening on iTunes, if you would go over and leave a review for the podcast, that would be great and super helpful. I also wanted to let you know that we also have a Patreon page, which I will make sure is in the show notes. If you want to become a supporter, if you're a regular listener to the podcast and want to support what I'm doing with the podcast, I I have dreams. So I need your support to be able to, to do those dreams. And yeah, I thank you for joining me and I'm hoping to drop a couple more episodes this summer. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss them. So until next time on the Retreat House Podcast.